Christmas time is here. It's time for eggnog and Mariah Carey TV specials and lighting up the front yard and, of course, presents under the tree. Today we're kicking off our special Christmas series by talking about making the most of the season without the financial stress, money fights, and bouncing checks. Legendary Marriage Podcast begins now. If you're feeling more like roommates than soulmates, it's time for the Legendary Marriage Podcast. Every couple wants to have a great marriage, but the trials and challenges of life pull us in different directions. But you can have a legendary marriage filled with passion, fun, and adventure together. That's why each week we share stories and ideas about building a life, a love, and a legacy together. And at the end of every episode, we challenge you to find a time with your spouse to build more intimacy and connection by having conversations that matter. Happy holidays, everybody. Welcome to episode 204 of the Legendary Marriage Podcast. Justin, you're letting me down already on this podcast. I thought you would open with a jolly ho-ho-ho. No, not yet. No? I don't (laughs) ho-ho-ho. Yes, you do. (laughs) Okay, so it's Christmas. Everyone wants that magical feeling for their family, for themselves. But honestly... There are five things that can seriously ruin it. Yeah. Not having hope for a better future than 2020. Oh, dear Lordy. Please. (laughs) Okay. Number two, not having a plan for, you know, your time, your travel, your budget, all that. Yeah. Number three, not having joy. Like, it's a weird year. Pandemic raging on. I feel like there's a joy deficit. Fun this year. (laughs) With the kids, with each other, especially when so many of our traditions have been upended by lockdowns and restrictions and, and just general pandemic okay. concern. What about not having peace? Um, everything is up in the air. Um, we might be uh, too busy to yeah. enjoy the little things, too wrapped up in trying to make everything better or perfect or this this happens to me a lot it'll be like two days before christmas and finally i'm like oh, it's christmas time because i'm just like <laughs> running hard trying to get stuff yeah done at work true. and everything else so, all right so how do we set a pace and and everything to make the season intentional and make it great for for each other for the family and everything finally not having love mm. like not having healthy relationships with our spouses yes with our kids but also with our extended family and our friends. Yeah. Like let's not get so wrapped up in the presents. Get it wrapped up in presents. Yeah. Yeah. That we forget to be present. Wow. Okay. Are you trying to hit like a dad pun quote? I am. Joke quota. I am. Before we dive into today's (laughs) conversation, uh, the next free five day roommates to soulmates challenge will begin in January. Mm -hmm. So don't miss out. You can join the wait list now at soulmateschallenge.com. This is five days of powerful coaching, support, and community to help you break out of the roommate zone and become soulmates with your spouse again. Sign up now. Head over to soulmateschallenge.com and sign up today. Okay, so in the Christian faith, the season leading up to Christmas called Advent. So there's like these four Sundays and you focus on hope, 
joy, peace, and love. So we were thinking, wouldn't that be cool to kind of use those themes each week on the show, just leading up to yeah. ha- giving us the best Christmas this year in 2020. You yeah, know, hearkening r- back to that. That's- I know, ri- you know, rich with intimacy and connection, not only for you and your spouse, but for the whole family. So this week's Advent theme is hope. Yeah. And honestly, after a uh, long, I feel like hope is dark, hard to come by. <laughs> after a long, dark 2020, we could all use some hope, some holiday uh. cheer. It seems like, and it seems like there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Today's yeah. news, there's there's a couple of vaccines for the pandemic oh, yeah, that are starting hope, to come that's out. Hopeful. Thank God, I, whatever side of this you're on, thank God the election is over. And, yeah. and I'm sorry, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and the mysterious obelisk in the middle of Nevada has now disappeared. So that can't Wait. be an ominous sign, right? What's the mysterious so obelisk? So this giant, like 10 foot tall metal cylinder thing showed up in the middle of nowhere, like miles and miles from where anybody's ever allowed to go in the Bureau of Land Management, right? Is this They near... spotted it from a helicopter. They land it and they're like, there's this giant solid metal thing. Just is this standing like space there. trash or something? N- no. And and then a few days later, it disappeared. So that can't be ominous, right? We, we're going to hope that that's a I... sign of good things. Is this something. like crop circle Roswell kind of thing? I, I think it might be. Oh, my gosh. Uh, we could hope, hope that things can get better, that the darkness of winter's short days, and they are here. And they are very short. And it was dark when we got up this morning. It'll be dark by the time we have dinner. dinner (laughs) You uh, know what? But, you know, I remember a friend that lived in London. She said that it would get dark at like three o'clock. That was, that's pretty brutal. That is brutal. She was talking about she actually had to take vitamin supplements to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. The vitamins and the, 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 uh. I the mean, light. They had a special. You light. have one of those. What is the what is that called when you need a light? Oh, I can get a little sad. Seasonal affective. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In the winter. Yeah, but I, I gotta think get outside a little bit. And for you to combat that, I think instead of using that special light that our friend used in London, mm-hmm. you've taken on Christmas lights. Yes. To like yes. fuel your so soul. So this year, our neighborhood, <laughs> our neighborhood is like, okay, we need some light at the end of the tunnel here yeah so the neighborhood is sponsoring a christmas lights contest and we have entered the kids and i decided I was about to, to say, enter our house we we is is a stretch i love all the work you've done but mm-hmm. you have seriously taken it on as like your personal mission yes mission to what i don't know yes what is what is the mission honey i mean more of an obsession than mission <laughs> it's 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 like I, right now I'm a cross between Danny DeVito's character in the movie Deck the Halls and the Clark, one where you have to see it from space. Yeah. Okay. And Clark Griswold from sure. Family Christmas. But you know what? I feel like you're more like Danny DeVito because Clark Griswold is a little klutzy and clumsy with his ladder activities and oh, his yeah. oh my gosh and his haphazard circuitry. I feel like you would never do any of that. Like you're a little no, too I'm careful. Little too, like I'm counting amps to yeah, make sure we yeah. don't blow a fuses in the special Christmas music box thing. And 
You should have yeah. seen me yesterday up outside this window on a oh, twenty gosh. foot tall. We're on a second floor ladder, window, yeah, or thirty foot tall extension ladder, and uh, I'm trying to get to the second floor roof to put lights across the roof, and our nine year old is holding the ladder, and I mean, does she understand the gravity of that? Yes. Uh, Yes, and Position. I mean, it was also wedged up by the tractor tire, so the ladder wasn't going anywhere. Oh, good, good, good. But, yeah. I'm glad I wasn't here. Speaking <laughs> of insane holiday lights displays, blowing fuses, and blown budgets. Oh, you like that transition there? Oh, no. Today, we like are talking, talking, about we're talking about hope and the budget. All right. So hope that things can be better this year in your marriage as parents, in, in, for your family, in your finances. Um, hope for the best. Hope is good. Hope is good. I feel like hope, we need hope to like inspire us. Yes. But if we're like pinning a plan on hope, I My don't plan know. Is to just hope that it all works I out. That doesn't th work. That's called I wishcraft. I don't know that that's actually a good plan or strategy, hope. But we just need it to like inspire and fuel us more yeah. than like logistical. Yeah. Depend on hope. <laughs> uh, hope is great, but not when it comes to the budget. And not when it comes to finding the perfect gifts for your spouse. Oh my gosh. And everybody I like else. I seriously lean into that hope thing for this, gifts. This Christmas gifts budget is thing. Not, well, gifts is not my love language necessarily. Yeah. So I have a real hard time doing the gifts thing in general. Mm -hmm. You have a hard time thinking of gifts. Like Danielle's Christmas list is an Amazon list. Yeah. That has nothing but like sweater vests and sweater vest yoga there's, pants in there's it. no sweater vest in it. it's like that's it what do you want for christmas clothes and the kids are like let's get mom a race car I'm like what <laughs> let's it's just, not it's tough because <laughs> yeah, gifts just aren't your your primary love language no right? i would rather have an experience for sure well listen we've had some really great christmases in the last 19 years yeah. Oh my gosh, honey. It's uh, well, almost more 20 like twenty years. some years. Twenty five plus years. I'm thinking of a Christmas when we lived in Toledo, Ohio, and we went into church. It was like the last service of the night. It was like Christmas yeah. Eve church, like the eleven o'clock. Oh, ring in the ring in Christmas. You know that kind of thing, candlelight and all that. And then we like exited church. Nobody would get weather reports on their phone oh, at that time. Oh, this was back in the day, yeah. So y it was just like the weather was just like a mystery to you unless you like watch the news But in when the we went in, it was probably 50 degrees it or was, something like that. Yeah, it was just normal. And then when we came out... Like people didn't even have heavy coats or anything. Oh, no. and we came out and it had snowed like four inches. And it yeah. was like snow, snow, like it was beating snow. Yeah. And it, it was, was the most beautiful, perfect snow you could it was ever like imagine. White Christmas magical dream people, come people true. People were just standing there in the parking lot. <gasps> oh my gosh, it was so great. Talking and I mean it was it was amazing. Yeah. So we've had some really great Christmases, like magical moments like that, but also like piles of stuff underneath the tree and like amazing sure. experiences and travel to see family and friends and everything. Yeah. And honestly, we've had some really craptastic Christmases too. We've well, had a few. Well, I want to say craptastic in that the stress behind it yeah. was just like uh, when when we're in a place where we can't 
pay the normal bills and then yeah. we're like oh we need to come up with some like christmas gift money mm-hmm. like just pulling it out of our butts somehow and we do have to go into <laughs> butt money debt over um, it it's like very very stressful yeah and so like i feel like there's a hangover for us sure. in that conversations like anytime we go like oh what's the christmas budget gonna be i feel like that memory is still there of like oh we don't have any christmas budget and we're like okay we do but like that's it's it's a haunting christmas yeah. uh feeling <laughs> we we learned some of the stuff we're going to share today the hard way let's just say that oh, gosh, yeah. we had some great magical christmases full of where you know there was there was plenty of money in the bank and plenty of things gifts under the tree and all of that and we had fun we've had some christmases where just health issues we had christmases when we were you know, going through a nine year battle with infertility where yeah. it was like, didn't matter what was under the tree. The only thing we really wanted wasn't yeah. there. Right. Um, uh, we yeah. had Christmases where we were broke and couldn't pay the bills. We had, you know, so wherever you're at this year, like we get it yeah. really, we get it. Um, and the fact is the number one stressor for couples this time of year is finances. Well, and just like a lot of people out of work or their work hours are diminished or this year, especially. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, you know, concerns about, uh, food and concerns about like, you can't travel to see family. And like, there's like a million more stressors this holiday season than ever before. Yeah. So we also know how easy it is to just want to go nuts, to blow the budget, to spoil Ooh, the kids. Like redeem the 2020 story. Yeah. Like somehow, yeah. somehow at this Christmas time, we're going to make up for this whole ridiculous year. If we have year. enough gifts, if we, if we have enough food, if we, if we yeah. do enough stuff together, if we yeah. have enough crafts. You know, enough crafts. If we decorate the house perfect enough, yeah. If we have the perfect family picture, then it'll redeem things. Which is another make thing. it the great Christmas and yeah. that, like that perfection stuff, that comparison stuff. It's not going to help. Um, it's easy to blow the budget to spo- want to spoil the kids and each other, right? Uh, you know, and it's how hard it can be when the finances are tight. So what we wanted to do in this episode is really focus on that talk about the budget from a couple different perspectives and give you some tips for how to make this Christmas from that perspective, from the budget perspective, really great. So here we go. Did you know on the gift giving, just some interesting thoughts about gift giving. Santa Claus typically leaves only one to three gifts per kid. That seems about right. Which when you think about that comes out to about 5.6 billion presents in total. Mm. So when the kids are going, oh, I wanted all this stuff from Santa, like the sleigh is only so big, <laughs> right? Right. You got to give them some grace. Give them some And grace. our minivan is only so big. Yeah. Um, <laughs> then, then, you know, there's, there's people talk about the three gift rule, the four gift rule, the five gift rule. Mm. And, and you can Google that. But basically what it comes down to is there's, there's a few different ways of thinking about this. When it comes to gift like giving. Like different categories. List yeah. Different categories that people give gifts in um, so that you don't find yourself just giving some random uh, amalgamation of gifts. I gave my English teacher in high school a ceramic parrot from the Dollar Tree one year. 
I'm sure she treasured it for yeah. at least 30 seconds. Um, so uh, think about this. Rule of thumb for gift giving. Something that they want. Mm. Something that they need. Yeah. And, and these are very different. If it's something that they want and they need, great. Yeah. But Christmas isn't about socks and underwear. Christmas is about a, you know, it's about a gift that's beyond anything you could have hoped for. Right. Like the, the, the story of Christmas is about that. So something that they want, something that they need, maybe something they can wear, different yeah. categories. Remember, want, need, wear, something you can read. We talk mm. about this with the kids all the time, like leaders or readers. That's true. Um, something unexpected. Maybe something that shows them that you really know them. That moment where they open it up and they go, oh my gosh, yes, this is perfect. I didn't even ask for this. Like I wanted it, but I didn't know that I wanted it. Or they they go, oh my God. Like there's yeah. some level of shock or surprise to it. And they yeah. feel seen and valued, which is really tough for somebody like Danielle, whose only stuff on her list right now is clothes. Well, if you oh, really- look, another sweater vest. If you- <laughs> no sweater vest on that list <laughs> at all and and we want to i want to say this uh, here's a bonus experiences i am a hundred percent on board with that i think i think the reason that i get so like about gifts is that i would way rather more have an experience but yeah. it's like it's hard to wrap it up and you know like give mm. it as a gift sure you know you're like here's a you know, trip to Disney or whatever. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, of course everybody would love that, but, sure. <laughs> um, you know, experiences, even, an, uh, if you, if you want to make it a thing mm -hmm. that facilitates the experience or that it re represents it yeah. somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and, and by open. the way, just a tip, uh, Groupon is great for this. Oh yeah. Things that you wouldn't have even thought. Oh of. my gosh. Guys, I check saw, Groupon for stuff. I saw, like, for the kids, horseback riding lessons. Mm. Would they love that? Maybe. I don't like horseback riding, but I'm hoping that my kids will. It's just one of those things. Horses are terrifying. They're huge. <laughs> they could bite your head off. Yeah. Maybe not that, Too bad but something else. All right, so <laughs> let's get down to the meat of this, the budget. So you're thinking about these gifts that that is something that they maybe they want somebody wants they need they can wear they can read something unexpected and experience, it all comes down to the Benjamins, right? Yeah. Well, according to the research, the average family spends about one thousand dollars on Christmas gifts. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's all. Right. So to some people listening, it's like, oh, that's a lot. We that's that's a lot, and to others, it's like, oh. Wow, I spent that on the dog. <laughs> the dog. Wow, that dog is really. But here's the rule of thumb. Here's the rule of thumb. Financial planners say um, budget about maximum of about one percent of your total annual income. Mm. So if your if your annual income is about a hundred thousand dollars, then a thousand dollars on gifts would be right. Would be right. Um, and here's a here's a place to look. Friends. Now, now on you the mean one as hand, far as cutting the budget, as far as just managing the budget, like prioritize. Sure, like I, I'm a, I'm a big advocate in like getting deals. Sure, and then I'm like, hey, wait, who should I give this to? <laughs> oh wait, I better give them something else with it. <laughs> so, so for friends, the rule of thumb people say is 
15 to $25, right? Yeah, that sounds good. Christmas is about family. You want to be generous. You, you like it's, you can't help. That's the Christmas spirit, right? Sure. Uh, and this is a place where people can derail the budget pretty easily. Yeah. Getting a $5,000 gift for a $4 friend. <laughs> right? You know you what I mean. You are a $4 friend. <laughs> well, you know, you y'all know what I mean. Like If they're, they're a $4 friend, how about you get them nothing? There there are $4 get them a friends and there are $4,000 friends, right? Oh. But as a rule of thumb, spend 15 to $25 on them. <laughs> Even if they're a $4,000 friend. It doesn't have to break the bank to let somebody know that you love them, you care about them, you're thinking of them at the holidays. Sure. That you value them. Right. Um, so just some rules of thumb. Now, how do we do a Christmas budget? First of all, set the max budget. Mm. If it's 1% of your, your annual, sit down, go, hey, honey, I think our 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 budget this year should be $1,000 or whatever it is. Do we agree on this? If we don't agree, don't move forward. We need to have a conversation, a healthy conversation about the Christmas budget so that we can align with our spouses and then coordinate, right? Coordinate who is buying what so you don't have duplicate efforts, miscommunications, or blown budgets. Yes, I I think I I am really keyed into the expectations thing. Mm -hmm. It's like uh, I want to live up to the expectation of the gifty. Sure. And vice versa. So I just I'm challenged in this conversation just to put more intention and more thought into what I'm giving. Yeah. I I think that's part of budget. And that's part of the conversation with the budget. Yeah. Is like you are setting a priority by having a money conversation. Yeah. It's not just a money conversation. It's like who are the people that are the priorities? What should we prioritize in getting them? That yeah. kind of thing. Um, so I think that facilitates the bigger conversation of priorities and expectations. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What about... Um, I would have an issue with this. Like I randomly will spend money here and there and, oh, I did that in July. And <laughs> <laughs> like, what if you had a separate account just for Christmas spending? That this you is could something use? that experts recommend. And that way you're not going to bust the family budget. Yeah. If you go over like because you literally only have like a thousand dollars in it yeah. or whatever. Maybe you've got a, a separate checking account or a different bank that card or use. a different credit card that you're using just for Christmas stuff. I really like that idea because um, I, I know I've heard from some families before that go way over budget. Like let's say if it's 10, if it's one thousand dollars, they spend two thousand dollars. And then it's like, where does that extra thousand come from? Which goes back to the alignment issue of, are we talking about a thousand dollars each or a thousand (laughs) dollars total? How do we divvy it up? Who's responsible for getting what gifts for who and stuff like that? Um, I like the separate account thing. I like the separate account account or just some kind of a tally or like a ledger. (laughs) That sounds so old. And integrate, integrate that conversation about the Christmas budget into your weekly family meeting. Mm. Right. Here's where we stand. I got this and this. I spent this much. Yeah. Right. Um, you need to return this much. Yeah. 
Do we have a one, Christmas lights budget, Justin? Does moving that, right along. Moving uh, right does along. that go into the gifts budget? No, that's not part of the gifts budget. <laughs> All right. So uh, another thing experts say is to save throughout the year, right? Sure. Figure out your Christmas budget. Too late now, but save, yeah. <laughs> save throughout the year. So if that's $4,000 a month that you're going to put away Good for Lordy. your Christmas budget, then then save it. Start saving in January. Uh, mm. Most people don't do this. No, no. And they find themselves staring at a Black Friday deal on Amazon with drool puddling on the keyboard and an empty wallet. I don't want to say about that. Yeah. Yeah, it's like I remember those Christmases that we had when we had no money to pay the bills. So how are we coming up with money to give gifts to people? Yeah. Luckily, the kids were young at that age and yeah. they didn't know any better. <laughs> they didn't know any better. <laughs> they just we like the We may or may not have wrapped up stuff that they already had and given it to them I just to have stuff for them. I definitely did that. And they liked the boxes more they than anything the else. <laughs> um, okay, so what if you don't have a Christmas savings account? What if you don't have money piled up right now and... It's we're 24 days from yeah. the time of this episode coming out till Christmas. Well, there's a few things we can do. Yeah. Number one, look at your budget, cut some expenses, cut out Hulu or Netflix or HBO or CBS All Access or whatever. Cut out some of those things before they hit your billing cycle. Put them on pause or suspend them or cancel them altogether. Find ways your gym to membership. You know, you're not going to the gym. You're not going to the gym. No, uh, do go to the gym, work out, stay healthy. We advise, we and just run your that. neighborhood. Um, find ways to cut expenses, little places, right? Maybe it's the coffee on the way to work or an extra meal out here and there. Those dollars add up, right? Cut expenses to make some margin for Christmas budget. I right? love it. Uh, number two, increase your income. Well, there's always that. I mean, people are always looking for holiday help, yeah. looking for part-time holiday help. Sell off some stuff. We Get had a, a big garage Craigslist. sale. Yeah. We had a big garage sale about two months ago. Yeah. And, you know, it turned out to be a pretty decent chunk of cash. Yeah, we had a couple hundred bucks. So, you know, sell some stuff, grab a part-time job. There's, there's tons of things you can do work from home. You can... Put out your talent uh, for making funny voices or designing T-shirts <laughs> on Etsy or Fiverr or something like that. And you can bring in a few bucks that way. Um, number three is consider inexpensive gifts. Yeah. All right. We already said experiences um, are a great way to, or are be the best gifts, honestly. Yeah. Um, so coupons for experiences. Um, activities like as a family, we're going to do this thing together. We're going to go to the park and do this, or we're going to, I'm going to teach the kids how to fish or, you yeah. know, something like that. Yeah. Um, so consider inexpensive options. Um, and, and here number, number four is do not do debt on Christmas. It's don't gonna, do it it's, it's gonna harsh or mellow it. it's not worth it seriously we did this when we were first married we went nuts with this stuff it is stupid with a capital t all right stupid that's right it's not worth it that cyber monday deal 
will end up costing you two times what you paid for it by the time you pay that off. Oh, yeah. If you can't pay for it now, don't think that you're going to pay for it later. All right? That doesn't work. It's not healthy thinking. And it's not what Christmas is about. Christmas isn't about mortgaging the future <laughs> to, to, to celebrate something. You don't. If there's not a single gift under that tree, you can still have a great Christmas. And each week for the next four weeks, we're going to be doing episodes about how to make that happen. Mm-hmm. So, so don't especially in the year debt. of 2020 everybody's yes. favorite i think we're gonna have the biggest craziest new year's ever to get rid of 2020 um that's a little side note yeah. but um right, next step you got a budget list the names how are you gonna spend it how are we gonna prioritize people um i guess your spouse should go first yes because this is the legendary marriage podcast that's right and your kids your extended family and maybe friends and in co-workers. a legendary marriage, your spouse always comes first. That's true. Yeah, that's true. But do you think I would spend more money on you than the kids? It, it's not necessarily about how much money. That's true. But it is about the the priority. Yeah. And the money is a reflection of our priorities often. Now, for most people, yeah, obviously we're probably going to spend four times more on the kids than on each other. Yeah. Legos ain't cheap. All right. So your spouse is your number one priority, your kids, then your extended family, brothers and sisters and moms and dads and aunts and uncles and cousins and yeah. 13th cousins, 74 no, times removed. They're not and even on that. the list. Then friends. And then guys, especially coworkers, clients, customers. Wait, why is that guys especially? Way number, number five. Because guys tend to, to have this, this thing, feel the need to give gifts at work. Oh, they do? Yes. N- two things to think about this. These are the last priority on your personal budget. And number two, this should be a separate budget. If you run your own business or you're, you know, you have c- clients yourself, then those gifts should come out of your business budget. What if you're a friend and a coworker and a client? Let's write it off. <laughs> Don't growl at me. All right, me. <laughs> so uh, pri- make the list, prioritize people. Checking it twice. And then brainstorm ideas and go nuts right. here. If you think, I want to buy my wife a $70,000 Jeep Grand Cherokee. Don't do it. Street Hawk. Don't. It's 900 horsepower under the hood. Don't, they, she doesn't want it. Put it on the list. Great. <laughs> brainstorm means no limits. Brainstorm okay. it Brainstorm. out. Yeah. Then narrow it down. Find something that fits the budget according to the priority you're giving that person. I think that would be fun if you just put that moniker on it. Like this is brainstorm. No limits. Oh, I thought and you were going to say, say have fun dreaming about it. I thought it. you were going to say like on the card, say, hey, babe, I wanted to give you a $70,000 Jeep chair. Jeep but Grand I just Cherokee, drew you a picture of it instead. But instead, I got you this t-shirt from six dollar shirts.com with a jeep on it <laughs> it's not a jeep it's a jerk a jerk a jerp a jerp yeah there you go because uh, it couldn't that brand anyway um narrow it down to fit your budget remember a nice card a personal note 
or even the the little family update letter mm. is a great way to let people know that you're thinking about them, that you care about them and everything without breaking the bank. I was thinking we need to get on like Vistaprint or one of those places and do like cute little like personalized calendars. Do you remember 2016 when we, when we did the uh, the calendar thing and the, the Christmas cards with the great picture on it and everything? No. And then they sat in the bin by the entry hall for three years before we threw them away. Why do you got to bring that up on the podcast for real? This Just is how bad. It real. This is how bad I am at this yes. stuff. This is yes. how bad. All right. So here's the deal. Bottom line: gifts are about showing people that you love them, that you care about them, that you value them, that you know them. Gifts are about giving something that's for them. And the classic example of this is every year the kids have said things like, "Let's give mom transformers." No, let's or not. Legos. No. Or a new Candyland game. No, none of that. And why is Candyland so dang long? If it's for three-year-olds, why does it take like two hours to play Candyland? Easy killer. Easy killer. (laughs) Uh, Gifts are for the the receiver. They're from you. And they should reflect the relationship. The connection, yeah. The, the, The connection that you have. Experiences are always better than things. Things that facilitate experiences are great to have under the tree. If you're teaching kids to fish, get them a fishing pole. All right. This is not everything, right? We are not financial planners, experts, whatever. Talk to your financial planner. We're just giving you rules of thumb and ideas based on some research that we've done and our experiences. So there thus ends the disclaimer. And now that we have done this show, you and I need to sit down and do all this. Yes. (laughs) Because honestly, I have not really bought any Christmas gifts yet. Yeah. I really haven't. And I'm just kind of like deer in the headlights here. So we need to have this conversation. All right. Tune in next week. We're going to show you how to bring the joy big time this Christmas with ideas for connecting with each other and the family and friends you can't necessarily be with this year. Maybe you're not traveling. Maybe they're not. Don't miss it. All right. All right. And now. The talk about it segment of the show. Each week we challenge you to set a time with your spouse to have a conversation that matters. All right. Here is your conversation starter question. What's our Christmas giving budget? We're going straight for the meat today. There's nothing soft about this one. Dun, Find dun, a time. Dun. Find a time to sit down with your spouse and have a Christmas budget conversation. Oh my gosh, right. you guys. Maybe we... over a nice glass of eggnog. Oh, I love eggnog. Yeah. And you guys, I'm going to send you hope and good vibes your way in having that conversation because yes. it's going to take a lot of courage and tenacity and stick to Yes. We've started the conversation here with this episode of the show. We hope you'll continue it with your spouse and join in over in our community on Facebook. And don't forget to sign up for the free Roommates to Soulmates 5-Day Marriage Challenge at soulmateschallenge.com. All right. If you've enjoyed the show, then subscribe, rate, and review it on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Or, or follow, us on, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, at Legendary Marriages. And that's it for today's show. This is Danielle and Justin reminding you once again. Hey, don't settle for an ordinary marriage. Make yours legendary. Legendary.